addicted to which we rich. Off the rip, off the rip. I gamble on my life, I'm cashing in my trips. I put a 30 or a 50 in a clip. So that's a dick or a titty on that bitch. Yo, what is up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Rip with your co-host Mike and D. Guys, we got another banger for you to get uh today. Uh we got some current events as always, you know, we got some cheating scandals. I'm going to teach y'all motherfuckers how to cheat. Get away with it and uh yeah, hopefully you'll be a better athlete. <laughs> Not fucking cheating on your wife, man. Get fucking straight here. All right, boys. Without further ado, here's my boy Mike. Say what's up, man. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the pod. Another week, another podcast fresh out of the oven for you guys. Like D said, uh, this main podcast, we're just going to go over um, some of the biggest sports scandals in sports industry. Uh, I thought it'd be funny. Me and D were talking the other day, just like outside about refs like rigging and like how the NFL is always like, oh, it's scripted. It's scripted. We've talked about it a little bit before. But we're like, let's just bring up like some of the funniest or like stupidest or most interesting cheating scandals in the sports industry. And then let's decide if we think they were legit or if they were actually proven or what 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 they were all about. So that's going to be the majority of this podcast. But without further ado, I'm just going to go right into the first thing of current news. Uh, I know D's going <laughs> to be a little annoyed with this one. Uh, LeBron has now played the most minutes in NBA. Thoughts? Fuck, bro. He played 28 <laughs> fucking seasons. Yeah, bro. He's old. He's old as hell. Yeah, to be fair, him playing that long is pretty cool. I'm not even going to fucking lie. At his level, bro. He's doing. I wouldn't say his level is. I mean, that he's putting up. Like, I'd still say he's like top 20 NBA. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely I, someone that makes your team better, for sure. At that age is insane. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady was also doing that too. So, yeah. but that's why they're, you know, at that level. Yeah, for sure. Different. They're game changers. Sucks that they get swept by a Siberian dude that doesn't even want to play the game. Bro, the Nuggets have been on it. <laughs> they're fucking really good. I dude. haven't even been watching NBA at all, but I just have seen the record. And I just see that they've been fucking killing it at home. Dude, but. I fucking laugh every time I see Jokic and they're like, Hey man, how's the season? He's like, I fucking hate this job. He annoys me, bro. Fucking leave. I don't even. Care. I don't even want to be champ anymore. Get his ass the fuck out of Denver. That makes me laugh because I saw an interview with him and they were like, "What'd you do to prepare?" And he was like, "Not really much. I just kind of like went chilled my horses and fucking didn't do a whole lot of shit." He like hates his life, dude. Like he'll like finish a game. They're like, "Yo, Jokic, like you did great." Like, and he's like, "Ugh, can I get out of here?" And he's like, shut up. Or did you see that one where that guy fell out of his chair and he started laughing at him? Yeah, that was hilarious. But either way, I think he's hilarious. I'll, I'm, I was going to freak out, though, if we actually get a dynasty started here in Denver. Like, like they're NBA. just dope as fuck, like the Spurs? Like warrior level. Like what if Damn. we go on like we win, like we're in the championship, like at least for the next six years. That would be pretty cool. Because I can't imagine him really wanting, because really he's the key, bro. You think fucking Jamal Murray can carry that team? Not really. Nah, he could do a lot. He could make sure that we're probably not in a losing record, but yeah. not a championship level squad. Yeah. Fucking Jokic, Jokic is the fucking, key. He like flicks it in, bro. It seems like he just walks down the court and he just fucking, he like punts it half court <laughs> and it'll fucking go into three and he just fucking, he literally Punts. doesn't even shoot it. He just kicks it with his fucking foot. Oh shit. And it'll swish and everyone's like, oh, Jokic, another three. It's day. funny. Like, remember how, you know, back when you were a fucking kid, you, the ball's going out of bounds, so you fucking try and grab it and toss it back in? Yeah. But his fucking tossing fucking always, sw- always splashes, bro. He's made more threes than fucking Curry shooting out of bound shots at this point. <laughs> but another thing, too, speaking of this, both of these current events are actually uh, NBA related. <laughs> yeah. But this next one's with that, fitting. with Josh Giddy and the, those allegations that he has. Did you see that? Yeah, that what's his name? <laughs> he's like uh, fucking he, like young chicks and shit, right? Well, he's fucking a fifteen-year-old, bro. His chick. Yeah, he's fucking dumb. But yeah, apparently, like Snapchat and like <laughs> the chick that he's smashing or he's with, it like leaked it on her story and shit. Like, I can show you the picture too after the pod, but it literally shows like on Instagram, like a Snapchat on her story where it's all just, just, <laughs> it's all just fucked Josh Giddy, and she's all smiling. <laughs> Watch, let me see if I can find it. Damn. Do you think it's true? 
Yeah, bro, this shit looks legit. Let me, I gotta see it because I have, I've seen like it going around, and you know me, I'm just kind of like, yeah, yeah, you're a dumb fuck, like you're a goddamn idiot, bro. You can't be doing that shit. I mean, maybe, but <laughs> if that's edited, that looks like him, bro. If that's not him, <laughs> that's fucking him. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's maybe I'll just. Make... I don't know. She looks like older. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. I guess you could be fooled, but I guess nowadays you gotta fucking well think, bro. If you're how an athlete? You know, nowadays yeah. it's hard, like makeup and shit. Like kids don't look like kids no more, like how they used to. Yeah, like I've seen like memes and shit that like show styles from today to now. Kids dress completely fucking different, bro. It's yeah. Wild. Back then, you used to be a little fucking dorky. Everybody was a little dorky. Yeah, like kids. You, like, like we used to wear SpongeBob shit. I used to run around in Spider Man shit. Now fucking elementary kids have Gucci flip flops on and they got a fucking grill. <laughs> yeah, they do kind of like dress older and it makes them, it fucking makes it deceiving. So on one end, I feel bad for him. And at the same time, I'm like, but he like knew. Like he said it confidently. Oh, see. <laughs> like he stated it and they're all, wait, what did you yeah, say? Yeah, bro, he's in the wrong then. Fuck him. Yeah, like he knew. Like he, he's in the wrong. <laughs> he's just in the wrong, bro. I mean, I, if you're a top NBA star, I don't see how you fuck up that bad. Yeah, how? Where are you meeting them? You could. There's actually no way fuck. that they're in the club, bro. What's crazy <laughs> is that you could actually fuck like people your age, and they're actually probably pretty. You yeah, know, actually, yeah, you're an NBA really player, bro, and you're not an ugly dude. Yeah, like you could probably pull all kinds of bitches, bro. You're an NBA player. Yeah, uh, there's something fucking wrong with him, bro. We so, gotta fucking. He's under him. investigation right now. He, he was Is he suspended? He was allowed to play tonight. So, but he's still under investigation. All of his like brand deals though are like good. Yo, yo, yo. Good, bro. Good. We need more of that. Yeah. But I thought that shit was funny. That uh, is funny though. Just the fact that he didn't fucking think of it or didn't do anything. Well, he, he just, just like just didn't like, even think it was like bad. He was just like, yeah, this is my chick. Like, I love her. Like, cause he plays, I think he like streams and shit or I don't know. He was doing something and he slipped up and said it. What a fucking, re- what a fucking <laughs> retard, bro. I'm just going to say, I was going to hold back, but what a fucking retard, <laughs> like actually fucking slow brained. Oh, that shit. bro belongs in the special Olympics. He does not need to be playing no fucking basketball in fucking in the NBA. <laughs> oh, God shit. damn. Anyway, yeah, that's uh, all I had for current events. We could go right to scandals. Alrighty. So, like Mike said, we were having a conversation and we were talking about, we were just thinking about ideas for this pod. And then uh, we were talking, like, you know, maybe we should talk about maybe if the NFL really is rigged. And then we were just like, well, let's just talk about the cheating scandals of sports. So, we came up with a few things. And uh, mine, I just went, I separated into the, what I thought were major sports here in America. So I did the MLB, the NBA, the NFL, and then, of course, the Olympics. So those are my categories. Me, I just, I have a bunch from, like, every sport. Yeah, that's good. I even have, like, some from Little League, bruh. Oh, I saw this one. <laughs> I saw one where this guy was fucking, he was, like, 14 playing against 12-year-olds. Exactly the one that I was going to say. <laughs> Let me see. Let me pull it up now that we just brought it up. Yeah, Danny El Monte age scandal. So, in the Little League World Series. In the World fucking Series, bruh. This wasn't no just like little game. This was the, for the chip. <laughs> Danny El Monte led his team to the championship. However, it was later revealed he was two years older than the age limit for Little League play. So, it got disqualified and the title was stripped. Good. Good. <laughs> Who the hell was like, bro, you know, like, how did you not know? Or how did he even get past that? I don't know. Uh, pretty sure back in the day they or they, they just, just didn't like faked care? it. Yeah, like kind of like how Zach like did another year of school just so he could wrestle. Well, I think they probably like photocopied his thing, made it into like a PDF. You know, how you had to scan stuff and then it would scan onto your computer, and then they just changed the age and then reprinted it oh, for shit. his birth certificate. I'm sure they they did something along those lines. <laughs> That's wild. But shit, if you were good enough, I guess, and you knew you were gonna get a chip. Yeah, but. Another one that I had too. This one's like an old one, bro. This one's from 1919. This yeah. this has to be one of the oldest fucking ones. This is the Black Sox scandal. Mm-hmm. So the Chicago White Sox, who were heavily favored to win the World Series, intentionally lost games in exchange for money from gamblers. Several players were banned for life from baseball. 
<laughs> and it's what funny how fun, it states like, what a funny from thing. baseball because like in 1919 that was like the only fucking sport <laughs> so it's like you can't play anything you're banned yeah, from really it. it's not like oh you're banned from the league it's like you're banned from fucking sports, sports. <laughs> there's either track or there's fucking baseball yeah dog. there's either work in the fucking <laughs> ford factory or mlb you got two <laughs> options or fight in war you got three fucking Fuck options as an adult. For real. Those were the three careers that people could go in in 1919. But that's funny how, like, back then people were fucking betting on games, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. But For uh, the MLB, I did the steroid years, which I'm sure everybody knows about. But basically, in the early 2000s, uh, a lot of players were taking steroids because it wasn't really regulated yet. So people like Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, mm. these guys own the home run records and they're untouchable because these guys can fucking smash the baseball out of the park. So for like years they had been doing steroids and they were just like uh, they were getting like fake piss and shit and passing the tests and people were like, there's no fucking way that these big ass dudes <laughs> are like human. if you go and look, bro, they're fucking jacked like they're. Their uniforms are like hugging, like they're fucking Sam Sulek. It's like how they portrayed them in like cartoons, <laughs> like yeah. where they're gigantic and their suits are fucking bulging. Yes, exactly like that. It was just, it was just absolutely insane. But anyway, they got away with it for a while, and then you know the MLB started cracking down on it, and like the WADA came in and was like, "Yeah, this is fucking bad, bro. You can't be doping like this shit." And so. Basically, at that point in time, like they all kind of stopped, and then that's when their home runs kind of were. You see the trough start to happen, and they go back down. But yeah, that, that's crazy though. Like back then, when this shit wasn't really regulated like that, there's probably records that were like set <laughs> that can never ever be beat again, just because no one can reach that human level without roids. Well, just like the thing where it's like youngest player ever to fucking hit fucking three hundred home runs, like. That's basically untouchable because in two or three years, these guys were fucking every single game were cranking like four, five. Yeah. You'd have to be just like a prodigy. Yeah. They were fucking, <laughs> they were just too good, man. <laughs> well, I guess not too good, but just really good at fucking taking roids. But uh, yeah, I guess according, or I guess after the hearings, a report was published by George J. Michael entitled, Report to the Commission of Baseball of an Independent Investigation into the Illegal Use of Steroids and Other Performance-Enhancing Substances by Players in Major League Baseball, or it's mo uh, most commonly known as the Mitchell Report, and uh, it named hundreds of current and former uh, MLB players that tested positive for steroids. Hundreds? Hundreds. So that whole fucking league was shooting. Yeah, dude. It's pretty fucking bad. And of course, like, steroid use exists in every single sport. It was just really bad because... That word, hundreds, was fucking prominent. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's bad when it's not past a couple. Bro, I always think it'd be dope, though, if we just let sports just no reg. Just no regulation. Just be as cracked as you can be. It would be fun. It, it would be, be fun, fun to watch, but not competitive. <laughs> no, definitely not. It would take the fun away from it, I think. Yeah, I agree. It would take a... I don't know. I guess you still have to work hard to get jacked from roids. So it's not like you're not like putting in the work. No, no. I see what you're saying. I think it's just like if you're cranking home runs, there's really no point for the outfielders to be there or really anybody else playing. It's uh, just the home run derby at that point. <laughs> gotcha. Whoever cranks the most home runs wins. I see what you're saying too. Yeah. Uh, the next one I have, this one's called the corked bat and this one's the Sammy Sosa. Do you know who that is? Bro, I don't know no fucking baseball yeah. players, dog. Sammy Sosa's the shit, dude. Is he a G? Yeah. Do you know about this one? Yeah, when he fucking goes up there. I've actually seen the video. You saw the video? he fucking cranks and it, the bat splits in half. And then <laughs> yeah. they're like, the bat is fucking hollow on the inside. No, there was a cork in it. That's what I mean. Yeah, so during a game, it was discovered that Sammy Sosa's bat was filled with cork, a substance believed to enhance hitting performance. Uh, Sosa, a prolific home run hitter, faced a suspension and significant scrutiny as his achievements came into question. The corked bat scandal involving Sammy Sosa occurred on June 3rd, 2003, during a game between the Chicago Cubs and the Tampa Bay Devil Rays at Wrigley Field. Is that the one you watched? Yeah. In the first inning of the game, Sosa's bat sh shattered during an at-bat, 
revealing that it had been filled with cork. The use of a corked bat is considered a form of cheating in baseball. Corking a bat involves hollowing out the center of the bat and replacing the removed material with a lighter substance, such as cork, with the aim of increasing bat speed and potentially hitting the ball farther. The incident led to immediate controversy and the speculation about Sosa's use of a corked bat, as he was known for his power-hitting prowess and had achieved significant success in his career. Sosa insisted that he had accidentally used the corked bat, claiming that it was one that he typically used during batting practice to put on a show for fans, and it was just an accident. <laughs> but he said it was just an honest mistake, but they're like, nah, dog, that was intentional. I agree. Do you think he was, like, cheating, or do you think he accidentally just, like, brought one of his bats from fucking home that had that shit? Because don't they just supply the bats? No, I think you can pick up your own bat or whichever one you want. I think when you're in the majors, you can just, whatever you fucking want, bro. Just bring you your just own shit. do your own thing. Really? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I think they're probably standardized, you know? Because that's why there's no metal bats in the MLB. Because they would fucking, they would crank them. There's no way. Because I wonder how they check them. Because I'm sure they have to check them because of this scandal. Yeah, I think it's a weight thing. That's why I don't believe that this fucking, I accidentally, bro, you swing that bat. You're the most prolific hitter ever. And you fucking swing that bat hundreds of thousands of times, right? You can't tell the difference. And you can't tell the difference. Bullshit. Yeah. Like, that'd be like you dribbling with a basketball every day of your life and then... It's like fucking 10 pounds lighter. Yeah, bro. Think of it like this, too. Like, you can instantly tell the difference between a men's ball and a woman's ball, even though you don't play all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was cheating, bro. For sure. Without a shadow of a doubt. But that shit's funny. Going on with the MLB. Sorry. This is the one. I I just did like two each. Mm -hmm. But uh, the MLB. So I chose the fucking pine tar thing. And it's kind of controversial as far as what is okay to use and what isn't because they allow like mud substances to be used on the balls for grip. So that way the pitchers can like hold the ball one way to throw fucking a knuckleball or a fucking curve ball or whatever the fuck they want to do. But pine tar is so sticky that it kind of allows you to like hold the ball without really fucking holding it. So you could just fucking fling it off your fingers. Exactly. So then it looks like it's spinning super fucking fast when in reality it's going like 68 miles an hour. So, so people will fucking swing on that bitch and then it's just a strike. So it gives the pitcher an advantage. But <clears throat> a lot of people have said that like we should fucking address this substance thing and be like, this is what's okay to use and this is what isn't. Because the MLB is really just like, we're only using mud. Only <laughs> only dirt, only mud. And it's a special ki- type of mud, I guess, that comes out of fucking Louisiana and all teams are forced to use that mud only. Interesting. Yeah. It's crazy how, like, these scandals created, like, these random ass just regulations that just became standard. Yeah. It's like, now you got to use this fucking mud and only this mud. It's got to be mulched. 30% cow shit in it. (laughs) Or else we're not using it. (laughs) Like, it has to be a certain brand of mulch. Some guy fucking, bro, I think all these rules start because one guy takes advantage when there's no rule and just fucking destroys everybody. And then all of a sudden it gets ruined for everybody. If he just kind of chilled a little bit, he would have been okay. But, damn, I would just take advantage, too, though, low-key. <laughs> damn. Yeah, I mean... If you're in the sport, like, it's going to be hard to not, like, play at the max level in a sport, I feel like. Yeah. I've always That's wondered fair. that, too. Like, when people do, like, quote-unquote throw games or, like, not, like, compete at max level, how does that happen? Because I feel like anytime I... I'm not, like, a sports guy by any fucking means, but anytime I was in a sports setting, I feel like my adrenaline was on fucking 10 and I was trying my hardest. I feel like that's, I think that's just natural human instinct, bro. I think you actually have to try to not do it. You have to be conscious of the effort. Yeah, you have to try to like not do your best in sport. I feel like because everyone, no one wants to be ass, bro. Yeah, like no one just no one just goes into like gym class and says I want to be the shitter that no one wants to get picked on the team or I want to be the one that can't ever tag anyone. No one wants to be that guy. We all want to be good. We're just ass. Yeah, fair (laughs) enough. So, I don't know about that. So, I feel like anytime they're throwing shit, it's definitely just premeditated. For sure. Another thing, too, of just, like, keeping going on with the MLB one is this another gambling thing with Pete Rose. Do you know who Pete Rose is? No, I don't know who Pete Rose is. So, he's an infamous uh, Cincinnati Reds player, and he was banned for life, or player manager, and he was banned for life for betting on baseball games, including his own team. 
and it prevented him. He was also a legendary player from being considered for the Hall of Fame. Damn. Would you be sad as hell, bro? If what? If you didn't get into the Hall of Fame just because you were gambling. No, I would be like, that seems like a fair fucking consequence. (laughs) (laughs) That shit's funny, bro. Yeah. I don't know. Baseball, I feel like it's the most cheating. Why? I don't know. Because it's so unregulated. I mean, it also was like America's most popular sport, I guess. Yeah. Is it still? To this day? I mean, there's the most money is in baseball. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, dude. Bro, I get Rockies tickets for fucking four pennies. Yeah, but the Rockies play four times in that week. So think of how many people have like season ticket Rockies holding games. Mm. Like the NFL seems like it's really rich, but in reality, they only play once a week. So there's not really a big money. That's how come the NFL tickets have to be 300 bucks in order for them to make up for it. Uh, Baseball just has the volume to make up for the amount of money that they're doing. Yeah. So they basically match like the NFL and money. Because whereas the NFL plays once a week to charge 360, Rockies play five times and charge for like 15 bucks. Yeah, I would say probably in stadium sales for sure. Because the uh, I think the other thing too is that they have series. See, the NFL doesn't because the season's like they have to condense it so much because it's a physical game. I wonder how much money the NFL would make if they switched from like a Super Bowl to just uh, like a like a final series type thing, like first to seven. First to seven, that would be fucking tough, bro. Seven games of football. That would be grueling. But give them a week every time. To recover yeah or do you think it'd be like dragged out like all right fuck off yeah basically i think it would probably be like like it, eventually people would just lose interest in it you think it works for the nba because it's like you know you can get to games pretty quick yeah yeah, yeah. i think it's just like three days boom three days boom three you know every other day they're playing a game oh yeah yeah i could see that uh, Damn. anyway uh i'm gonna move on to the nba yeah go for it go for it so I'm sure everybody's heard of uh, Tim Dungy. I think that's his name. Tim Dungy is the we were talking about him, but uh, he was the ref that was calling fouls and stuff to bet on the point spread. So mm. he was making money in the way he was uh, doing it was he was calling fouls and things like that to shave the point spread. So if the spread was like plus three for whatever reason, he would call fouls for the underdog, and if he bet on them. Which he would, but he would put up like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that's how he was making money and doing that. And apparently he did this for about two years. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. He was investigated by the FBI. He actually ended up getting convicted and getting 15 months in federal prison. What was his name? Tim Dungy. Oh, shit. Donagy? Donagy? I don't know. Tim Donagy? I think that's his name. Damn, the FBI got on his ass. Yeah, dude. Uh, how much money did he make? Or uh, does it not say? He said that he made around $1.5 million. Oh, shit. Yeah. Strictly off of uh, spread betting. Bro, I wonder how much like some of these refs that are doing this on the low have made that just haven't been caught yet. Because he probably got a cousin somewhere that's just laundering that shit for him. And just be like, bro, place this fucking bet. Apparently, uh, since this happened, the NBA, like you have to bank with them. So that way they see your finances, which is crazy. It's kind of a lot to be an uh, NBA ref. But like, how is how do they track that? Because you could have multiple bank accounts. Yeah, true. You could probably just have your wife or something do that. But like, if you're not spending the money or really doing anything with it, like if you're just stacking it, basically as a retirement fund, I don't think you would ever get caught. But like the problem is, is that when you have all that money, like not start, spending it is hard. You start blowing it on shit and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, they're like, you're not making enough money for this. Like, where are you getting this money from? Gotcha. That and taxes. Would you ever throw a championship game for, like, how much money would it take for you to throw the state championship game for the high school football? Yeah, probably never, bro. Like, if you were up, like, a shitload. No, I wouldn't. I don't think I would, not even for money. Bill. I don't think so, because it's just like. I don't know, like, even if somebody approached me and was like, I'll give you a billion dollars, which is so abstract, but, right. like, you know what I mean? <laughs> if they approached me and were like, I give you a billion dollars, I'd be like, 
what the fuck's your play here? Like, what, what, why you want me to lose so bad? And eventually I'd be like, I'm going to just kick their ass even more now. What if it was like, you guys were such an underdog? Like, because I don't know, for some dumb reason, like you were like a plus fucking 10 million. So he was like, bro, you got to throw it. You got to, or, or you were a, such a, a minus or some shit. I don't know. Either way. Yeah. Yeah. The, he just wanted you to lose really bad. Would you do it for a bill? No, I just fucking, I'd fuck him up even more. And then I'd fucking take off their heads and I'd fucking show them to him. Dude, I'd... Or whoever it is. I'd throw it for a bill. Really? For a bill, bro? A bill. Yeah, but nobody's ever going to come offer you that type of money to throw a game. Yeah, no, no, no. This is all hypothetical. Yeah. hypothetical. But like, if they, if it was like legit, like offer, oh, I'd do it, bro. Nah, I couldn't. Because then I'd fucking get caught by the FBI and then they'd take all that money away from me and seize it. And then I'd just be <laughs> fucked anyway. Then I didn't win and I didn't get my money. Yeah. If if I could do it without getting caught and it was like legit, that then I would. But if there was like actual like I had the opportunity to like go to prison and obviously no one's so ever, no real, one has a billion. Real world versus Yeah, utopia. real world versus hypothetical. I was trying to ask you the hypothetical but it's, it kind of turned into the real version. Yeah. But hypothetically I would. Yeah. Uh let's see. You're on the NBA, right? Yes, the uh, National Basketball League. Let's see. Oh, I have one. Oh, it was the Minnesota Timberwolves salary cap violation. In 2000, the Minnesota Timberwolves were penalized for violating NBA salary cap rules, attempting to gain a competitive advantage by exceeding the financial constraints imposed by the league. I didn't even know that there was financial constraints. I thought it was just like, if you got it, if you really want to fucking buy these players, buy them. No. So what's the cap? That's the other thing too, is the MLB has no salary cap. That's why the MLB is way more cracked than the NBA or anything like that. Huh? That's why Mike Trout makes fucking like 40 mil a year. You know, that's why the angels are able to play him because there's been around so long, but going to the NBA and the uh, NFL, they have to put a salary cap. Otherwise the team that makes the most money, like if the Patriots, uh, wanted to they could have bought massive amounts of players because they could have paid everybody mm-hmm. way more money and their team would have been stacked but that doesn't create fun within the league like it doesn't make it entertaining to watch other teams right it ruins it yeah so they hot like that's how come tom brady took pay cuts in order to keep better players on the team huh it's funny because i feel like in like the nba it's like not that big of an issue when there's a shitload of superstars i feel like it hasn't been working out recently I feel like they get more ass. Yeah. <laughs> the more superstars you add, the more shit the team has been getting. Yeah. That's how come, uh, what is it called? Like in Miami, LeBron James, D Wade and Chris Bosh all had to take a pay cut in order for them three to be on a team. Mm. So like D Wade's, he was making less money when he was on the big three in comparison to before. Yeah. But he was willing because he was willing because he knew he was going to have a kick ass team. Well, he knew he was going to get a chip. Yeah. It was like almost guaranteed. At that point in time, LeBron was prime LeBron. It was like, you're getting a chip. Yeah. Whatever this fucker goes, you're getting a chip. So. For real. That shit was dope. But that, I, I just thought it was crazy that they had to put a cap on that shit. Because imagine just a stacked fucking just. Imagine like the Olymp- like the team that they send to the Olympics. <clears throat> but like that's the actual just one team. That's essentially <laughs> what it would be. That'd be dope as hell, but it would ruin the whole fucking league. <laughs> yeah. At that point, it'd be like. It would it essentially play, just, just be the, the it would just be watching the All Star game. Yeah, all, all the time. Eh, I'd be, I would be like meh. Yeah, nobody there'd be would like watch. A, there'd be random games where like a team would randomly win, but it would it would just be like whatever. Yeah, yeah, it would ruin it. So good to them. Good fucking <laughs> good restriction. Uh, I have another one about the refs. Mm-hmm. So when Tim, so he actually has his own documentary that Tim Don Donaghy Donaghy. I don't know his fucking name. That Tim guy, the ref that I was talking about before. So he actually had his own documentary, but he was talking about how refs intentionally call fouls on players that they don't like. So that's how come you'll see like players like Draymond Green or people like that get ejected faster because again, people fights with him all the time, bro, because he like, he annoys the fuck out of like referees. So that's how come he uh, gets more fouls and stuff than a lot of other players. (laughs) He does. He gets evicted like fucking every other game. And one person that this was prominent for that Tim talked about was Allen Iverson. Refs hated Allen Iverson. Like, they said that he was cocky, like he was a piece of shit. AI? Yeah. So he was. Fucking, yeah, but these other old refs were fucking going to Tim and being like, if AI does some, like, anything, like, weird or shady, 
you call a fucking foul. You call a travel. You do whatever you have to do because they fucking didn't like him. And he had to do it because I said that's kind of how it rolls. Like there's hierarchy within the NBA refs. Did AI just be like, this is bullshit. I'm not fucking traveling, you dumb fucks. Look at the camera. Yeah, I think so. I just keep dribbling. I'd be like, check the camera, motherfuckers. I didn't travel. <laughs> I would just be like, what are you doing? This is horse shit. Yeah. I think it's like within reason, you know, like it has to look good. You can't just like. I mean, I didn't watch AI during that time. I was still like too young. Yeah. But like, I wonder if he, how he was acting. Like, was he just like scoring and he was just like, like, like taunting or was he being like, what was he doing that was extra like flashy? I have no idea. Again, I was also too young to be watching that. Like, he must have been like spitting in the ref's fucking faces or some shit. Yeah. I imagine if he was anything like Draymond, I would also be fucking irritated. Because Draymond, for me, is fucking annoying to watch. Literally. he's. Did you see that fight he got in uh, recently? Yeah, bro. He's a damn thug. (laughs) Fucking A. Just play the game, man. (laughs) Just fucking play the fundamentals. We wanted to go back to physical fucking NBA. Do we want to go back to bitch boy or do we want to go back to physical? Which one do we want? (laughs) I want to see fist fights and blood. No, I'm just joking. But I see he's, he's always causing shit. Yeah, like it's different when it's like a, a random players. like fight that started, but it's but like, like all it, when it's different when it's always you. If yeah. it's like you randomly had a fight, whatever scuffle, you know, whatever. It's kind of like the hack a Shaq thing. Like I would get fucking annoyed if I was Shaq when they're just all hanging on him. <laughs> like, but like in the reverse effect of somebody being the person always fouling somebody. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's just something that is known that refs do call fouls on players that they don't like in the NBA. Damn. I wonder who's the new guy. Like, who's the new guy? Probably Draymond, then. Yeah. I wonder who's next. I don't know. I am I assume KD. I don't fucking care for KD anymore, bro. They're probably annoyed of LeBron by now. I don't think so. I think he's pretty likable. You think? Yeah. Because I feel like he's always like, what the fuck are you doing? Or he's like, hey, is it our ball? It's our ball, right? That's our ball! It's our ball! <laughs> you fucking... Bro, that's one of my favorite clips because he's like, it's our ball, right? He fucking gets... He's like fucking the elevation. He fucking runs out onto the court and near takes the ball out of the ref's hand. My favorite is all... My Spanish teacher, it's all, how do you say tree in Spanish? And then it's all, it's our ball, ain't it? It's our ball. <laughs> because in Spanish, tree's our ball. I was that's like, funny. that shit's hilarious, bro. LeBron, dude... LeBron's a goat, bruh. He, <laughs> he has supplied me so much entertainment. That's the same way I think SpongeBob is like the goat because of how much memes it's supplied is why I think LeBron is a goat for how much memes he's supplied, bruh. He's entertainment on all factors. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. All I have now is uh, NFL ones. Okay. So if you have more NBA ones, let's do it. Nah, let's move on to the NFL. That's basically the meat and potatoes. I love the NFL, so. All right. Uh, this one I thought was dope. Uh, and what's interesting about this one, it was actually like artificial intelligence, but in 2015. Oh, shit. So this is the Atlanta Falcons, like <clears throat> crowd noise scandal. Oh. So the Atlanta Falcons, they were penalized for artificially pumping crowd noise into their stadium during home games. So this was like their attempt to gain, ca- to gain a competitive advantage. And it led to fines and a loss of draft picks, bruh. <laughs> they, lo- they probably lost like Tom Brady or some shit. <laughs> Tom Brady, <laughs> because they just had that shit cranked up. But yeah, the crowd noise scandal just had them using like artificial crowd noise to like in the speakers, like to just like add like when people were cheering, he would just like crank the fucking volume and it would just add to the cheers to like boost it just for like competitive advantage. I don't really think it's that. Like, is it that big of a competitive advantage, bro? People cheering. I yeah, because like sometimes you does can't it, does hear it get your in your head? Team. No, it's more so like you can't communicate well. But how does the other team communicate? They're just used to it because it's like their home field. Oh, so it's like they're, I guess. Like they understand the conditions already. It's kind of like when teams play outdoors versus indoors. It like, like fucks you up. Yeah. Same sort of thing. Just home field advantage. Yeah. But apparently the Falcons got fined 350000 and they were forced to forfeit the fifth round pick in the 2016 draft. Chump change. That chump, whoever. I wonder if they fired him. Who? Because they like, there's no way he just did that shit without telling anybody. Who the GM? The sound guy. Oh, so like the sound, the event coordinator was the one that was involved with adding the noise to the stadium. 
But wow. there's no way he just like did that shit. Like, oh, I'm gonna just do this because I love my team. Like, he, like the higher ups must have known about it or told him to do it. For sure, that's why they probably find the whole team. So I hope they didn't fire him if he was just doing what he was told. That's Poor guy. Bullshit. Yeah, dude. Or maybe they fucking put him in a different position in the team so it looked better. I yeah, because I bet you some d- higher up was like. Yo, you think you could add some more like crowd noise to the sound and we could just make the stadium louder? And he's all, yeah, totally, sir. And got it done right away. And then he ended up fucking costing him a mill and got fired. I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> oh, I did. But I, I, I think that was dope that uh, they were using AI back then to like cheat and shit already. Wow. Not AI, but like artificial noise, I guess. Yeah. But fair enough. <sighs> guess. Do you have any ideas who, what team cheats the most? And by cheats, I mean has been caught cheating the most. Patriots? Now, they're like number 15. The Patriots are number 15? Yep. Damn. And I'm talking about individual players getting caught within the organization as well. So is it based on when they were caught and they were associated with that team? Yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't even know. One more I, uh, guess. I'll guess the Chiefs. No. It is the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos have been caught cheating more times than any other team in the NFL. Both from individual players as well as uh, their own... Like, like GM, management, higher yeah. ups. They also had like a spy gate and a thing like that where they were filming people. They, they've they done it all. The fucking Broncos are the cheatingest team What's ever. the worst one they did? Uh, so the Denver Broncos are known for their encouragement of uh, PED use. Is that drugs? Yeah. So like, performance uh, like enhancing steroids. Drugs. Yep, steroids. Uh, no other team has more players suspended for PED usage than the Broncos. So among these names were people like Bob Miller, Wes Welker, Derek Wolf, and they uh, also say Peyton Manning. The year before, like, so he got uh elected like whenever they draft or they didn't draft him whenever they got him in free agency yeah Peyton Manning was taking human growth hormone for like the back of his neck because he had just had surgery on his neck yeah and uh that's against the league rules no matter what you're doing what do you think about that do you think he like was breaking the rules there or do you think he was just using it for recovery I think he was just using it for recovery yeah I, I wouldn't count that against him if people are like fuck Peyton Manning he was fucking using roids to cheat <laughs> No, I think he's still a fucking very, you know, respectable player. His is like a maybe. I put it down as like, it's uh, pending is what, uh, according to what the league charges are. Okay. But uh, there's actually 13 total players that were suspended from the Broncos overall uh, that have been caught using PEDs. And a player by the name of Bill Romanowski has actually come out and said that the Broncos encouraged their players back in the early 2000s and 1990s uh, to use performance-enhancing drugs in order to gain a competitive edge against other players. Uh, he said like people like John Elway, Shannon Sharp, individuals like that uh, were amongst some of the few that also used PEDs, but just were never caught because they would just have like fake piss. I can see Shannon Sharp, bro. Yeah. He was fucking big, bro. Yeah. I mean, he's still gigantic now. It's like he's an fucking old huge, bastard. yeah, dude. You're telling me this fucker doesn't take roids? He's <laughs> massive. There's no way he's fucking almost sixty, dude. Come on. Yeah, no, he's huge, bro. <laughs> um, another one that I saw that was funny was the Saints, bro. In 2012, it was oh. called Bounty Gate. <laughs> That's fucking funny. So the New Orleans Saints were implicated in operating a bounty system where players were rewarded for intentionally <laughs> injuring opponents. The scandal resulted in suspensions for players and coaches, shining a light on player safety concerns in the NFL. That shit Bro, was kind of lit. We, I feel like they did that shit for us in middle school. Yeah, they, they definitely like, did. If you get a good fucking hit and you break that kid's neck, you get a sticker on your helmet. Yeah. Like, isn't that the whole point of football is to hurt people? I think it is. I think it was like they were paying people to hurt other players. They must have been like doing like not like a big hit. They must have been like after you tackle him, like, break his, like, fucking, like... Yeah. Like, th- or, or yeah, like, stab I think it was him a little bit. More so, like, what you're saying about, like... Because they were getting paid. Like, the coaches were paying players out of their own personal money to uh, fucking hurt players. So once money gets involved, then it's like... Ugh. 
Yeah, once it, gets, if it's like, hey, it, I want you to fucking punish him, make him hurt. And but then it's like, All now right, they cool, just coach. now it's just like, oh, you fucking killed him on the field. Here's a chain on you. You got you got the big chain for the night. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of money, it's all you fucking killed <laughs> Demar Hamlin on the field. Here's your chain, <laughs> bro. Have you noticed how much they're like panning to Demar Hamlin every time a fucking player gets <laughs> injured? <laughs> no, I haven't, dude. Every fucking other I just saw that they had a whole ass fucking ambulance, like fucking <laughs> Fortnite skinned <laughs> with his fucking. <laughs> He's like alive and well, bro. That's what I don't get. <laughs> that fucker died on that day he got hit. He fucking died. That's when the universe split and we went into a different fucking dimension, bro. That's why all these Mandela effects are popping up is when Damar Hamlin got fucking hit. <laughs> Remember when they thought it wasn't real, like he wasn't alive, and then he like showed his face again. And they were like, <laughs> "Remember, like the game where he came back, like, and he was like." I don't know. He was, like, in, like, the stadium. He, like, wasn't yeah, playing. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, ran it back to back, like, fulfilled. And they're like, holy shit, Demar <laughs> Hamlin is, like, He's like as if, magic. As, yeah. as if he was, like, an angel carrying the fucker <laughs> to the touchdown. <laughs> like, if I was Demar Hamlin there, I would have just been looking around and I'd have been like, holy shit, good-ass play, man. <laughs> I don't have nothing to do with this at all. <laughs> That's fucking funny. But they had to make it, like, some, like, crazy-ass, like, it was it was very odd though that they ran two back to back fucking you know yeah yeah I get what you mean all the way that shit was fucking hilarious <laughs> they bro I can't believe how long they kept that whole Demar Hamlin shit going oh like you said it's still, it's still going on fucking now. going on bro it's he's still on. playing in the league like actively on the fucking squad fifty two man roster and every other fucking play is a panning to Damar after somebody's fucking dead on the field and he's just like there in his helmet like blinking oh fuck that shit <laughs> one that I have too bro is the Miami Dolphins bullying scandal did you see that one no no let me know about it so the Miami Dolphins faced controversy when reports emerged of bullying and harassment within the team leading to player suspensions and a re-evaluation of locker room culture in the NFL <laughs> The Miami Dolphins bullying Miami Dolphins bullying scandal, also known as the Jonathan Martin and Richie Incognito controversy, unfolded during the 2013 NFL season and garnered oh. significant attention for its disturbing nature. Jonathan Martin, an offensive lineman for the Miami Dolphins, abruptly left the team in October 2013, citing emotional and psychological issues. It was later revealed that Martin had been subjected to persistent bullying and harassment by some of his teammates, particularly fellow offensive lineman Richie Incognito. The details that emerged painted a troubling picture of a toxic and hostile locker room culture. Incognito was found to have sent racially charged and threatening messages to Martin, including voicemails containing racial slurs and violent language. The messages and interactions revealed a pattern of bullying and mistreatment that had taken a toll on Martin's mental well-being. What a pussy, bro. He should have just knocked him the fuck out. You should have just whooped some ass and then fucking taken care of that fucking white dude. Yeah, bro. I mean, <clears throat> you shouldn't bully. You know, we try to teach, you know, be nice, be kind, don't all that. But like, bro, like you're grown and you're rich and you're in the NFL. Like, just ignore him. Block the number. Block the fucking number and you won't get a voicemail. Yeah. Unless, if this fucker. Well, I, I guess he sees him every day for work. Like every day he goes in, he's got to confront this person daily oh yeah so that is kind of the rough one yeah that, rough at part. that point yeah at that point you either got to stick up for yourself or you're just fucked yeah or do what he did i guess and just walk away like a bitch but but then you lose like your career like your you know your money yeah like all of your opportunity that's why if you fucking stand up and you just whoop some ass the team handles that internally and you know maybe he gets fucking suspended or yeah something. or don't even just leave just tell the fucking gm and be like Bro, you see what this dude just sent me? I'm like, look at what this dude just fucking texted me. Can we get this dude, like, looked at? Like, are we just allowing this in the league? Like, don't keep quiet about it. Speak up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were multiple better ways instead of being like, I'm leaving. And just fucking, like, leaving the team. That yeah. was soft as fuck. No wonder this guy hasn't been heard of or fucking picked up since. It's like I that thing want him in on elementary, my team bro. Safe to tell. 
That was some pussy shit, bro. <laughs> you had to fucking go and knock that dude's teeth out or choke him out or something. <laughs> For real. But, damn, bro. The Dolphins are fucking some bullies. That is funny, though. Uh, the other NFL thing, I did choose the Patriots uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, they obviously did the Spygate where they stole, they had someone uh, videotaping uh, signs from the New York Jets. So that is a confirmed thing. Now, one uh, thing that they actually didn't commit that the NFL painted them as the bad guy was the deflate gate, apparently. So apparently it was so cold in Indianapolis that the balls were deflated in like uh, a warm room. Like mm-hmm. it was just heated. And then when they were taken outside, if you know anything about uh, any sort of science, is that cold air is denser. So it cooled down the ball and it made the air more dense, which then created it to be a little bit, you know, flat, a little bit squishy. But so uh, I guess on an interception, they like caught the ball and were like, this ball is fucking squishy as fuck. Yeah. And then uh, at halftime was when they went to assess the balls and be like, this is not okay. Like, something's wrong. Apparently, they did the ones outside. So, they had already aired up the Colts uh, footballs outside mm-hmm. because they had noticed that they had kind of deflated before the game. So, they used theirs right away. But the Patriots balls weren't fixed properly. So, apparently, it was just like a mistake between the air up team. Like, it was nobody's fault. Like, Tom Brady, nobody. Anything like that. Roger Goodell apparently painted Tom Brady as the bad guy and that he had cheated once more. And that's how come people have a lot of problems with Roger Goodell now, like uh, Dave Portnoy and people like that. Yeah. But yeah, apparently they actually they hate him because they feel like they tainted fucking Tom Brady's like legacy. Yeah. Apparently, like, he well, really much, did what nothing. about the fines he paid? Yeah. Apparently he tried fighting those. And did he get that money back? No, nah, he just had to pay that. That's why they think he's a piece of shit. What a Roger Goodell is. Holy shit. Yeah, they just kind of like threw him under the bus. Because I bet you those fines were massive, especially if it was, wasn't it for like the Super Bowl? Uh, It was for an AFC championship game. Oh, so it was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like pretty top like level game. Yeah. If not, it was the game before. But either way. uh, Oh, no, it was the AFC championship game. It was? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And they lost draft picks too, bro. Yeah. The Patriots got majorly fucked, and it wasn't even their fault. It was literally just a just misrepresentation someone, on wow. how they aired up the footballs. Like, just a common science thing that some brain-dead fucking intern probably didn't know about. Damn. I'd be fucking salty as hell. Yeah, that's why they don't get along. That's why nobody likes Roger Goodell now. Fuck him. <laughs> even you, you're like, fuck that guy. That was really fucked up. Once I learned the whole story, because originally I was like, Fucking Patriots. They're just sad that the fucking... Cheaters. <laughs> Cheaters. And I was I was a fucking bandwagoner, bro. But now, I kind of feel bad for Tom. That was fucked up. I wonder what... He was probably like, bro, what is happening right now? I didn't even do anything. I just went out there and played my heart out. It's That was the year that he was fucking suspended for four games and Jimmy Garoppolo came in. Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bro, I have a random one. It's figure skating. Oh, Okay. <clears throat> this one's funny. Well, it's not like funny, but it's like, you know, it's just like a quirky little thing. It's a little know, every, everyone, no one died out of it. <laughs> but uh, Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan, this was in 1994. So it wasn't a championship per se, but uh, the Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan scandal had a significant impact on the figure skating world. So Harding's associates attacked Kerrigan in an attempt to li- eliminate her as a competitor in the U.S. Figure Skating Championships. So in January 1994, Nancy Kerrigan, one of the top figure skaters in the U.S., was attacked after a practice session at the Cabo Arena in Detroit. An assailant struck Kerrigan on the right knee with a collapsed baton. Uh, the attack was intended to hinder Kerrigan's chances of competing in the upcoming U.S. Championships and the Winter Olympics. Uh, she suffered a bruised knee, but fortunately there was no major injuries. And uh, despite the attack, Kerrigan went on to compete in the U.S. <coughs> Championships, where she won a silver medal, Excuse me. securing a spot on the Olympic team. But can you imagine, bro, just, like, going out of practice and some dude's just like, I don't want you to fucking win the Olympics, and they try to break your goddamn legs <laughs> with a club? Imagine, dude. I'd be like, what are you doing? Get away from me, bro. That's probably why now there has to be, like, security, and, like, you hire your own fucking entourage to walk with you everywhere. 
It's people like this, man. You can't have an ounce of fucking freedom anymore. Well, he must have had a crazy bet on it or something. Yeah. Something. Or he just had personal stake in it. But Actually, I think it says here. Uh, da, da, da. The attack revealed that Tanya Harding's ex-husband, <clears throat> Jeff Galuli, and several other individuals were involved in the planning and oh. carrying out the assault. So it was, he was jealous. She yeah. was probably fucking somebody else, getting some good dick, bro. Yeah, she must have cheated on him and then became a fucking Olympic gold medalist. And then he was all, let me break your fucking legs before you get another chip. Damn, what a jealous piece of shit. Yeah, what a shitter. <sighs> I have my final category of the Olympics left. Two things from there. Okay. The first one is fucking hilarious, dude. I can't believe that this even got passed or like people didn't fucking realize this. But in 2000... Uh, there was the Paralympics, so I the Special Olympics. You yeah, know? yeah, and uh, there were like eight basketball teams that played. The U.S. didn't have one at the time, but in the year two thousand, you had twelve players on the team. Spain won the gold medal, and when I mean they won, they really whooped ass. They beat all their other opponents by either forty or fifty points. Damn! Like each time, the only time they got close was uh, I think against Germany. And they won by 22 or something like that. So it was like, it was very clear that this was the best team. Very one sided. Yeah. There were 12 players on the team. Can you guess how many were actually mentally uh, disabled? Zero. Fucking two, dude. (laughs) There were 10 fucking players on the team that were coherent individuals. Playing ball? They, that's why they fucked up all these other teams. Was it wheelchair ball or was it still no, like no, 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 stand no. ball? No, it was like like adult basketball, but just like for mentally disabled people. That was the Paralympic team. You're telling me they couldn't tell, bruh? Or they, were they were they playing? Like, they were playing it. So they were kind of like acting a little full? Yeah, but then apparently once they won, they like went out to party and people could tell that. They, were they weren't fucking, like, they weren't mentally disabled. Yeah, they were. Yeah. So they incriminated themselves. So the team was told to, like, they went to a different country, took a train. And for, like, a week or two, their coach was like, grow a beard, like, grow your hair out, do something. Like, you need to figure out a way to fucking get back into the country, get back into Spain. Otherwise, we're going to be fucked. And anyway, I guess uh, somebody, an investigator, was able to find how they were going to get in. And they caught them at the airport. And, uh, yeah, stripped them of their gold medals. Did they go to prison, bro? That's fucked up, bro. That has to be, like, a special place. funny, though. That's, like, next level, like, special <laughs> spot in hell, bro. Imagine. Like, oh, that's, like, like there's, a, like, there's levels to that shit, and that's, like. That's fucking. <laughs> you're beating, you're beating them at the grandest fucking stage, bro, and then getting Liddy after. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's crazy, right? Imagine just like we're balling with Josh Medina and fucking. <laughs> the coach is like, you're pretty good at fucking playing ball, man. I have a proposition for you. How about you get on our special Olympics team and just act a little fucking stupid, and you'll get a gold medal in the end. <laughs> That was how they had to approach 10 people to do that. Bro, honestly, I'd rather have some fucking dough than a gold medal. Really? Yeah. I don't know. A gold medal is pretty fucking sweet. Dude, it would just I would just throw that bitch in my closet. <laughs> Give me yeah. like two fucking milli and I'll just, you know, get a nice house, you know, good ass car, you know, things that'll like, you know, help me. <laughs> I don't need a fucking little plaque. It's not a plaque, it's a medal. Or a little medal. Can I, like, sell it? I'm sure you can. I guess I could. Plus, you'll probably get, like, brand endorsements and things like that from winning a gold medal. I guess, huh? I mean, if you you think think about it. One, one. You get one. What? Do you think one gold medal is enough to get you enough, like, brands and endorsements to, like, set you for life? Yeah, probably. As long as you stay as, like, competing in something. Okay. Because, like, think about it. Basically, when you get a gold medal, that's the world saying you are the best athlete at whatever you're playing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. The world's best is what that is. I don't even watch the Olympics, so I don't give a fuck about that. No? Uh-uh. Do you? Yeah, it depends on which ones. I'll watch the Winter Olympics. I'll watch the uh, the Summer Olympics with basketball in them. I will watch those. Maybe now that they have flag football in it. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch, watch that. that, too. 
Like, are we having a U.S. team, like, with all these NFL players in it? I do like watching, yeah, probably. If that's the case, I'll watch that shit. That shit would be fire. I'll also, uh, I like watching the sprinting ones when Usain Bolt used to run. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was cool because he would just fuck around with people. He would, like, barely even try and be, like, just jogging down there and fucking gapping motherfuckers. For real. All right, bro, I have two more, and they're both boxing. Okay. All right, the first one is called The Long Count. 1927. Can you guess it? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> The scandal you might be referring to involves the legendary boxer, Jack Dempsey, and the long count controversy oh. in his fight against Gene Tunney on September 22nd, 1927. I know a grandfather who could name that fucking date and time without ever fucking looking at this article. To the millisecond. Literally. This bout, known as the Battle of the Long Count, <laughs> took place at Soldier Field in Chicago. During the fight, Tunney knocked down Dempsey, but Dempsey didn't immediately go to a neutral corner, as required by the rules. The referee, Dave Barry, began the count, but delayed it until Dempsey reached the neutral corner. This gave Tunney extra time to recover, and he eventually got up and went on to win that fight. The controversy sparked allegations of foul play and accusations against Dempsey's corner, for delaying his return to the neutral corner intentionally. Some even claimed that Dempsey's gloves were loaded with pl- plaster or concrete, enhancing his punching power. However, there is no solid evidence to support these claims, and the controversy is generally attribute- attributed to a misunderstanding of the rules and the referee's decision. The long count controversy remains one of the most debated and discussed moments in boxing history, apparently. I didn't even fucking know this was a thing, but apparently it's talked about. Holy shit. I don't think that fucker put plaster in his goddamn gloves, bro. Yeah. Like I was saying, I think the I think that's kind of far-fetched because it's the same know. amount of force no matter what. So his knuckles are going to get fucking destroyed if he swings and hits somebody with concrete. Yeah. If any, You might even fuck you up more because you're hitting face and rock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're hitting two hard surfaces against you with full force. But unless there might be a special way to do it, maybe like a thin layer or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a how it works. Ow. Or can you hold like um, fucking knuckle dusters? <laughs> oh, in your fucking, gloves? oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, brass knuckles. Brass knuckles, yeah. I don't think you can because they go on like that and then the fuck. Uh, maybe you could. That shit would Oh, hurt. it's because the glove curves. So like, uh, the, like, there's no way that it would. It would push through. I feel like I've seen a movie or something somewhere where someone had a that shit in those gloves. Interesting. Brass knuckles in the gloves. Maybe it was possible. I don't know. But I don't know. I feel like he was just probably getting up and he like didn't go to his corner. I don't know. This shit's not recorded, so we'll never fucking know. And everyone's probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> so straight up, this every shit person is, in the crowd is gone. Yeah, this shit is in the scrolls. Folk tales, bro. These are folk tales. Honestly, this like recorded document that I have on my phone right now is, might be the only living fucking document <laughs> that that has this fucking sports scandal. And uh, the last one that I have is the Mayweather versus Victor Ortiz one in 2011. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever saw this one. So this was on September 17th. So Mayweather won the fight in the fourth round by knockout, and the controversial moment occurred when Ortiz intentionally headbutted Mayweather, leading to a brief stoppage by the referee Joe Cortez to deduct a point from Ortiz. After the point deduction, Ortiz hugged Mayweather to apologize, and during this moment, Mayweather quickly threw a left hook followed by a right cross, catching Ortiz off guard and knocking him out. Some criticized Mayweather for taking advantage of the situation when Ortiz wasn't fully prepared. While Mayweather's actions were within the rules of boxing, it sparks debate about sportsmanship and ethics. Mayweather defended his actions by stating that he was merely seizing an opportunity and the referee had already signaled for the fight to continue. Yeah. Have you ever seen that clip, though? No. Bro, it's fucking... I'll show you it after this. But basically, he's just, like, not even paying attention and Mayweather's just fucking cold clocks him (laughs) in the brain, bro. Knocks him out instantly. Yeah. And then he's just like, protect yourself at all times. It's the rules. And it, it wasn't illegal. The ref yeah. signaled. So people are just saying like, oh, you knew that he wasn't ready. But it's like, you got to stay. You got to be ready. Yeah, so dude. I'm on Mayweather's side on this. I, think. I agree. And especially because right after you fucking headbutt me, I'm going to be pissed off in a fight setting. So 
Yeah, like, don't fucking apologize to me now. I'm going to whoop your yeah, ass. Yeah, I'm going to take the advantage after you headbutted me, and I'm going to fucking bash your nose in. Yeah, So I agree. I think that was a good one. But I don't think it was, I mean, a little unethical, but, I mean, I think it was deserved considering he got headbutted. So I think it's, like, <clears throat> it's fair. Yeah. They both were unethical. I agree. Um, But that's all I had, bro. I got one more. This one's fucking, I like this one a lot, bro. Right. I actually watched this entire documentary. I think it's fucking fire. Have you ever seen the documentary on Netflix called uh, Icarus? Mm-mm. Icarus or whatever the fuck his name is? Uh-uh. Anyway, uh, the documentary starts with this guy. His name is uh, Brian Fogel. And his thing is to exp- uh, expose how dope, how easy it is to get around doping or like using banned substances in cycling. And explains how like what's his, Lance Armstrong got away, got away with it for so long and shit. So he hires this guy. His name is Grigory... Ranchikov. Anyway, he's a Russian dude. Mm -hmm. And he explains how easy it is to get around all this stuff. And he's a scientist and a medical professional or something like that. And uh, he was the director of Russia's National Anti-Doping Laboratory. So this guy's like, oh, he knows the ins and outs of how this thing works. Like, he's going to try and help me. And it's all for educational purposes. And he's doing it on an amateur level. So he doesn't, like, ruin other things. Yeah. What it turns into is fucking crazy. So that was the way it starts. It turns into this guy talking about how he helped Russia cheat in the 2014 Winter Olympics. So in 2010, Russia got embarrassed in the 2010 Olympics uh, in Canada. And apparently it was so bad that Vladimir Putin was so fucking pissed that in the next four years, he hired a team of people to roid up the Russians. (laughs) And to so get that away with it, be like embarrassed again. Embar- yeah, dude. And apparently, it went so far as to the Russians going to the place years in advance where the Olympics were going to be held because they know about eight years beforehand. Yeah, they went there, drilled holes so that way when the people peed and when they set the samples in the room, they could reach through the concrete walls and the drilled in uh, things uh, where the filing cabinets and pull the urine samples of the Russian athletes and replace them with clean samples and then like put the metal plate back in. And he basically went on to say that Vladimir Putin was directly giving orders to him and three other individuals to uh, get the Russians past this uh, doping scandal. They ended up winning in 2014 too, in a couple of things. And uh, yeah, so what happened too in the fucking documentary is that the other guy that was helping the doctor that had been prescribing all the fucking uh, testosterone, the fucking trend, all that shit, he actually ended up dying. <laughs> yeah, so he was living in Russia and this guy's like spilling the beans about this shit. And then that other guy was randomly at 54 years old, had a brain Murdered? aneurysm. Yeah, so they believe that Putin went out there and like put it, like put a hit on him. Just murked him. Yeah, so 100%. this guy. This guy got fucking afraid, bro, and he flew from Russia to the, to the states and was in protective custody. Clapped. Yeah, dude, uh, he went into protective custody underneath the Federal Security Service, and uh, yeah, it was fucking insane. He just explained how WADA is the worst fucking controlling uh, agency on doping, Bruh. and exposed it all. And That's how you know, like. Putin, bro, and the Russians now, bro. They think of how many spies they probably have in like the U.S. and shit right now. Yeah, I wonder how many spies we got. Probably a few. Like, do you think we got a guy like right by Putin that he trusts? Like, do you think we got someone that deep? No. Do you think anybody has anyone that deep on us? Yeah, I feel like we're very easy to infiltrate. We trust people too much, bro. Americans are trusting. Yeah, I feel like we probably got like a fucking some cabinet member that's like low key fucking Russian or some shit, bro. Yeah, and he's just waiting until he's in that room to hit the fucking button or some shit. Facts, bro. <laughs> but anyway, if you ever get the chance, or any of you guys in the audience get the chance to watch that documentary, I highly recommend it. That shit was fucking. It was gas. All Sounds the dope. Yeah. And- props to that guy for having the self-awareness to say i need to get the fuck out of here and go into protection because some people might be like uh, maybe i'm overthinking it and then it's too late and they're shot in the fucking head dead (laughs) yeah no he knew he fucking knows how putin rolls yeah he knew so props to him pretty crazy but uh that's pretty much all i had for today 
Thank you guys for listening in. Hopefully this was a fun one for y'all. Hopefully you guys learned some shit. Uh, if you disagree with anything I said, fuck off because it was all true. Uh, but yeah, other than that, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate you guys. Uh, follow the Off The Rip podcast once more. And yeah, without anything else to say, I'll leave it up to Mike. Yep. Couldn't have said better myself. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the scandals. I thought it was a pretty interesting. I thought there were some just random funny ones, like people just getting fucking beat up and fucking stabbed and all kinds of random shit happening <laughs> in the fucking sports industry these days. But uh, we'll be back uh, next week with another pod, um, and we'll catch you next week. Without further ado, off the rip. Let's go. Home. I wanna go back home I hate